Welcome to the sixth edition of the podcast where we are watching every Nicolas Cage movie he's ever made and continues to make, yep. which we'll, I don't know if we'll ever catch up to that. Uh, my, name is, my name is Anthony. My name is Kyle. And we just got done watching our favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Yes. It's not even a question. No. Uh, from the beginning of this movie, we knew yeah. this is going to be the best movie. Yeah. Um, from about five minutes in we're like yes yep okay. this is this is it um the movie call is called next it was yep. directed by lee tamahori uh nicholas cage has a producing credit on here i don't mm. know what that means um it stars nicholas cage julianne moore jessica beale thomas kretschmann tory kittles and peter falk and some towels and some towels some towel action it's based off a book uh called the golden man Mm. By Philip K. Dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you know who Philip Dick yeah, is? Yeah, I know who Philip K. Oh, Dick is. I, yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah. He's a, actually a really well known science fiction writer. Oh, he died in 1982. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, A Scanner Darkly? That's that's the, a Philip K. Right. Dick thing. I, just, uh, I believe Blade Runner is also a Philip K. Dick oh, thing. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got a couple, a lot of stuff actually. Look at his uh, The Man in the High Castle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, An Amazon show. Yeah, this movie. Um, That's why this movie was so good. Yeah, this. I am stunned that I enjoyed this movie as much as I did. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's definitely some bad stuff in it, but. I mean, it only cost me a dollar, and it yeah. might be one of the best dollars I ever spent. I mean, you got quite a deal with this movie. Pretty good for a I, buck. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. Um, so. A synopsis. Synopsis. Okay. Do a short one. Do a quick one. We we open with Frank Cadillac, correct? Sitting in a diner, drinking a martini. Is that where it opens? Yeah. I don't even remember where it opens. Yeah, he's drinking a martini. Oh, right. I was like, like, martini in the diner. Yeah. Come on. And then he leaves there to go to his magic show because he's a magician. His real name is Chris Johnson. That's correct. His stage name is Frank Cadillac. Frank Cadillac. Yeah. I'm just going to keep calling him Nicolas Cage. That sounds good. Because that's, that's, that's who he is. That's who he is. Uh, so he goes on stage and does a magic trick thing. And it's and in a, like a voiceover, he, can, he talks about how he can see two minutes into the future. But only his future and only two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, he does his little magic show, which goes okay. But there's like 14 people there. Then he goes to the casino to make some money because he, he can. He does well he, at blackjack. Because he can, yeah. Yeah, and he has a code that he only bets ever against the house, so yep. he doesn't screw anybody else over. So it's, he's an it's okay quite a guy. caveat he made there, which yeah. is an important distinction, I suppose. Yeah. Screw the casino because they make right. more than enough money, so right. steal from them and give it to yourself. Right. Um. Then he intercepts a guy trying to rob one of the cash out right. people. Right, he was going to shoot that person. Yeah. yeah he was so he stops them, and then the casino wants to question him about his shady. His gambling whatever, practices. Whatever his, yeah. Yeah, whatever his method is. Yeah. So they want to round him up for that. He sneaks his way out using his ability to know when and where to this walk is, exactly. This is what I knew. Really slick. This is why I knew I was going to like this movie yeah. a lot because the way that they, they shot it was really cool and I felt like it was really smooth Yeah. and pretty believable actually. Yeah. He did everything. Um, he did everything real 
real nonchalant, it very was, very calm, shit, cool, yeah. maintained. It was shot really well too. Yeah, I thought it was the, shot really well. All that stuff. Yeah, he, it was he good. just kind of walks around, smokes a cigarette, mm-hmm. wearing a puffy shirt, in his tuxedo. Right. Um. So he escapes. He escapes there, and hops into a car. Steals and, a car. Yeah, he steals a car at the valet, and then goes on a little car chase. And then and that's well, no. And then he goes to visit his old friend to play pool. Colombo. Colombo. He goes to play pool with Colombo, and Julianne Moore shows up. And well, this is where we shows get a, up. We get right. a first glimpse of his ability. Actually, it's like the. I think it's like the third. Like the first two was the one. Well, this is with like a, this is like a gun. big one. But this, yeah, this is the first yeah. real big one in this yeah. movie. And then there's a huge one later on. Yeah, which is so so, so they, cool. So they use this ability as kind of like a storytelling mechanic and also like a, an interesting plot twist device. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's there playing pool with his old man friend, and then uh, you see Julianne Moore show up to try to convince him to come and work with the FBI to help find like a dirty bomb thing some terrorists are setting up. Um, and then as the conversation progresses, he realizes that at some point in the near future, he's going to be surrounded by, uh, federal agents and taken into custody against his will. So he bails. And then Julianne Moore, you see Julianne Moore actually walk in and, uh, the old man's still playing pool by himself and mm-hmm. she goes, Oh, I just missed him. Mm-hmm. So they use his visions as part of a storytelling thing. And he uses it to get out of situations he doesn't want to be in. Yeah. <coughs> um. Then he goes. He goes to the diner again. Right. He's to get he, another martini. Yeah, he and goes to Jessica, this, the he, same diner. Yeah. Every day. To right. See, or something like to, that. To like try to find Jessica. Beale. Nine minutes before eight or something. I don't yeah. worry. It's some timing. Some exact timing. Yeah. Because apparently. She's the only thing he's seen with his visions outside of Himself. his little two-minute window. Right. So he's trying to, because he doesn't know the date, he just knows the time oh, that he that's, sees okay, her that's in right, the vision that's right. and the location. So he goes there every day, Yeah. orders a drink, and then he dips when she doesn't show up. Yeah. Uh, but that day she does show up. He defends her from some psycho boyfriend thing, and they go for a road trip. I really enjoyed the... Yeah. The scenarios he had played out, he played out all the possible scenarios yeah, of like, like an him opening, failing an opening to her. line. Yeah, yeah. And and when the heat stopped, when he inter- interrupts, intervenes for the boyfriend, you see him like there's one where he could see all the moves, so he dodges yeah, them and the fights him. You know, the ex boyfriend. And then she's him, like, you both just figure punches. You, you both just figure this out. Yeah. And he's like, oh wait a second, let me just get punched, and then she'll feel bad. Yeah. So this guy, they get into an <laughs> argument, or whatever, and he grabs her arm. <laughs> And she does the classic, you're hurting. <laughs> and he walks over to intervene. Yep. And instead of ducking all the punches, being Mr. Cool Guy, he takes a shot right in the face. He's like, incoming. Yeah. Yeah, he calls it to us. He says nailed. he says something smartass and just goes, incoming, real quiet, and then it gets leveled. Oh, my gosh. Another um, moment where I'm like, this is yeah, kind of awesome. Yeah, genuinely good. This is yeah, genuinely a good... Um, so they, they go on a road trip and hit it off. And then... Uh, <laughs> Wind up spending the night in a hotel room. Well, she does. Or she does. He sleeps, he in, sleeps the in the car because he's a gentleman. And then she looks out until he comes in the next out the day. window in her underwear. Yeah, which was like okay. Yeah, all right, I get it. And then it's the Jessica next, Beale. and then the next day, he comes back into the thing, <laughs> and she steps out of the bathroom, fresh out of the shower, in a towel. In a towel. She's like, "What?" Yeah, he's looking at her, and she's like, "What? What are you looking at?" I want to be like Jessica Biel. You are twenty five. You have no, your twenty five you, year old you, self. You know exactly. You know exactly, you know exactly what. You know one hundred percent precisely what. <laughs> there is no confusing the no, situation. No, 
You didn't even dry your hair like at all. It's it's or any or wet. any other part of you that's not being touched by the <laughs> towel presently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that and Nick, so so Nicholas does, Cage is like kind of sitting there futzing with some yeah, paper. He he rolls a, a magic flower and then turns it into an actual flower. And How then, did he do that? And then, I mean, is he seriously like a sorcerer? Yeah, he's a wizard. He's, he's a straight up yeah, wizard. Yeah. He's a warlock. <laughs> so he does his little warlock trick with the flower and then it's go time. <laughs> What and the funny, and the, funny the funny thing is <laughs> What was before, your term that you used for that? It's what? honor. Oh no, yeah. It, was, yeah, uh, it is on. <laughs> and he walks it, and he, he walks up to her funny. and before he kisses her for the first time he goes, That was incredible. And she's like, What? Oh yeah. She's like, What'd you say? Or what are you talking about? And he's like, This and then he kisses her. <sighs> and then it, it fades out to another scene for like a minute and forty nine seconds, mm-hmm. and then it pans back and they're laying in bed. Yep. Because you know what they did. you know. You know. It only took a minute and 40 seconds. Yeah. That's, or whatever he could they see did. two minutes into the future. So before he kissed her the first time, his powers told him what was going to happen for the next two minutes. So from flower to <laughs> being asleep was <laughs> two minutes. minutes. Oh, boy. Make your own judgments if you like. Sure. Um, so then after after they've had their fun, she goes up for breakfast to get breakfast yeah, materials yeah. and uh julianne moore catches her and says oh your your new boyfriend's a sociopath and he's crazy he's delusional and we're trying to catch him and blah 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 she puts all these doubts in her head mm-hmm. so then when she goes back he has to explain to her what her what his powers actually are what they want from him what he can do blah 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 um he tries to escape they set up a big elaborate uh escape plan in which he jumps down a hill and avoids a bunch of garbage, which is actually a pretty cool scene, but I don't think they had the budget to properly do a lot of the special effects towards the end of it. No. That was really hard to get past for me. Yeah, the special effects are really bad. The scene is still kind of cool for what it is, but the special effects do kind of pull you out of it a little bit. They're not very well done. Well, it's 2007. I mean, it's incredible. The and I think, this is, I think this is a smaller budget movie even for the cast that they had. Like yeah, I think, supposedly. I mean, I think what they is spent Julie, a lot... What is Julianne Moore pulling in? Right? I, mean, I mean, something. He's got to be making a decent amount of money. Yeah, I suppose. Jessica Biel's not a no-namer. Espe- yeah, especially that time. She was pretty popular, I suppose. Um, so then, at the bottom of the hill, Julianne Moore's there waiting to take him in. And they kind of have a little chicken standoff where he tells her that she... Or she has a gun drawn on him and he tells her she's not going to shoot him. And she goes to put the gun away, and then all the stuff comes tumbling down the hill. And she decides, oh, well, you're not going to let me die. So he saves her, winds up going into custody, and they try mm-hmm. to force his power to find this nuclear thing with a uh, yeah. clockwork orange Julie, sort of setup. Yeah, not looking good. Not looking like the good guy here. So the then, good guys. So then he fights his way out of there, has a vision of... And that fight, by the way, was awesome. Yeah. When he gets out of the oh, jail. Yeah. The yeah. Daredevil he style. He fights his it's way out. Pretty it's pretty legit. good. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. legit. Yeah. Because he can use his ability to see yeah. who's throwing what, where, and when. Yeah. It's awesome. So he fights off a bunch of dudes and then throws a billy club down a hallway before mm-hmm. like the guy walks into the opening of the yeah. hallway. Very daredevil. So it's already in the yeah. air and the guy comes two get, feet out the door just and it just clobbers him. Just smacked. It's actually really slick. Yeah. So he escapes there because he has a vision of Jessica Biel being blown up mm-hmm. with like a suicide bomber thing. Right, they, they right. They tape her in a and wheelchair he doesn't and tell Julianne more that. No. Her character, whatever so her he character's goes, name he is. So he goes off to save her 
and they yeah. catch up to him and then they devise a big plan to find the terrorists mm-hmm. to rescue Jessica Biel. So there's a big monster shootout at the end. Uh, they find Jessica Biel. They're on their way out and they figure out that they've armed this nuclear device. And before they can get to it and disarm it, it goes off and it mm-hmm. blows up all of LA. It blows up like whatever harbor they're at and mm-hmm. kills everybody. Then Nicholas Cage Spoiler. wakes up in bed at the scene at, at the, the hotel scene after his minute and 59 seconds of pleasure <laughs> with 25 year old Jessica Biel. Yeah. <laughs> with his hairy man chest and bad haircut. Really the bad whole, haircut. The whole nine. He looks just like he did in National Treasure 2. Exactly. Like the he's the exact same person. I think his hair is like a little bit different. Color. I think it's a little longer. I think it's darker on this. Is it? Yeah. I think his hair is a little more brown in National Treasure. I think it's, well, it's definitely shorter. Here, I get your DVD here. Oh yeah, it's shorter. It's definitely there. shorter here. Yeah. Um. But it's still pretty bad. Yeah. Um, right. So then, he decides that. So he's, none of that happened. What that whole situation yeah, did not happen. Because at what all. he's seen happen, he's going to preemptively go to work with the FBI, mm-hmm. and that's how the movie ends. Yeah. Which isn't like the best ending. But it's not the worst. It's not the worst. It certainly is not the worst ending I've seen. So. It's still a really slick movie. I. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, there's obviously the CGI is bad. Mm-hmm. The big, the big effect scenes the are big pretty bad. The big effect scenes are pretty rough. Not good. No. Um, the relationship with Beale is a little. It's a little forced. It does. Well, I mean, it's for sure forced. It's for sure forced. It doesn't really resolve why he sees her. Maybe just because, you know, they never yeah. really resolve like what the. That's true. That is kind of a. They kind of leave that hanging, that fruit hanging there. Like, yeah. why is she the one he sees? Maybe just because... To get that very special two minutes. I guess, dude. I mean... Yeah. I don't know. He's a lounge magician. He is a lounge musician in... Vegas. Yep. I don't he's know. basically prophetic. Yeah. Um, Overall... Pretty it's good. the best movie we've seen. I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to give it a B-. minus. Oh, yeah. It's up there for me, yeah. for sure. I mean, if you take if you take out some of the plot points, yep, or, or add some stuff there, in there to kind of work around here, it, but and like, then change but, change the CG, like improve that. But within our little world that we're building yeah. of this podcast, yeah, this, this movie is, this is, is like, so far. This is really up there for out me. of out of six. I would say this is this is hands down the best movie because I feel watched. like it had the most like interesting like stuff happen like that. Like I feel like those those points were just so interesting. Like yeah. right the. When it, when it took it all back, yeah, I thought that was really great. Yeah, I was like, okay, because the CGI of the nuclear bomb was horrible. Yeah, and I only thought it was going to go two minutes back from that. Uh huh. That's what I thought too. Right, but it went so it went there's some like really the, cool stuff. It went back like the whole day, um, and there was nothing. S- the Russians were pretty cringeworthy. Yeah, the they terrorist were pretty guys were pretty bad. They're pretty forgettable. Yeah, I mean, I don't even remember. I don't even know if you get any of their names. It hasn't listed, but and I think it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty generic, yeah, terrorist thing. It's like, ah, oh, we're gonna blow up a city. We don't have any demands. We just want to blow. We just want to blow it up. Yeah, they yeah. make money from whatever. I don't yeah. know. And it's a weird thing they say they're Russians, but most of the guys have like German accents. Yeah, and one of the guys has a British accent, so there's some yeah. European. So another thing. another kind of like generic plot device. P- uh, pretty poor. Yeah, part of the movie. Um, but but I, Nicholas, I mean, to some but, extent, I don't think you really need to flesh out the bad guys in this story. Nah, who cares? Yeah, it doesn't. I don't really care about that at all. No. Um. But 
I mean, it, it critically was not received well at all. I mean, no. 29%, 28% of Rotten Tomatoes. Understandably so. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, can this see is, why this, this movie would not would be a horrible. critical darling at all. No. But I enjoyed it. It does, but it surprisingly has a. It's like out of 109,000 reviews on IMDb, it's like three stars. Yeah. Which it makes sense because it's fair. just kind of. It's just kind of a fun movie. Yeah. It's just kind of cool. Yeah, Nicholas Cage sure. isn't terrible in it. No, like, he actually does a he's really actually, he does a really good job. A really decent job. This is his best acting. For sure. He's done. I would give him a B plus for this one. Yeah. Strong like, for sure. B plus. Um I love I loved his like the Frank Cadillac stuff. I think yeah. Like, I think like, like he that just, character is like perfect. I just think this character is perfect for Nick Cage. Yeah. You know, not too much emotion, yeah. not like it fell right in his it wheelhouse. Fell right in his wheelhouse of like yeah. You know, he doesn't have to get too weird, but he doesn't have to show too much emotion. But yeah. he's pretty good at like you know, like you said, that first shot of him was like, oh look, emotion in his face. Yeah, yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. He's sitting um, at the bar. You actually see him act. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And it's weird. It's weird that you get such like a strong performance out of this, and not in some of the other bigger right. movies. You would think yeah. this would not be the movie you'd expect a strong no, not performance at all. from. Not for a dollar at um, the replay store. Right. So you know what I was going to tell you that I was looking at. Um, they were talking about how this did not. Um, so this movie grossed less, and out of the Philip Dick movies. Okay. So Minority Report. Oh yeah. Total Recall. Damn. Paycheck, Blade Runner. Yeah, dude. Screamers, Imposter. But like Minority Report, that movie is so legit. Yeah. I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan. Me neither. But he has some movies that are like. That's a good movie. Out of bounds good. That's a good movie. movie That's a good movie in spite of Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. I would even say he's pretty good in that movie considering. I mean, but um, I don't know that's Philip Dick. (sighs) I'm telling you, dude. Anything that's like really great sci-fi. It's. Apparently Philip Dick. I have no it's idea, but Phil- no, it's either Philip K. Dick or influenced by Philip K. Like, Dick. I'm gonna start reading some of his stuff. Yeah, man, it, this is awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this moves to the top of the list. Absolutely, There's no doubt about this that. Is the new and number one. It'll have to take a lot to overcome yeah, this well, being the number one. Yeah. Because I was like, I enjoyed it the whole time. Yeah. I wasn't like annoyed at all, really, by anything. I, I think mean, I think until we start getting into some of the more critical darling drama pieces, right. Yeah. This this is gonna hold pretty strong. Yeah. I yeah. I'm having a hard time seeing what else is gonna I mean, a lot of his generic action movies and stuff I don't are think really are gonna hold up yeah. until you get into like the classic yeah. Nick Cage action movies. For sure. Like your um, Con Air, your face offs. Yep. Uh even Gone in Sixty Seconds yeah. to me is a classic. For sure. And that's a really great one. Yeah. So um and then Nick Cage's performance. I think a B plus man. Yeah. Did we yeah. say that? Did we say yeah. the movie was the B minus, and then his performance? Was yeah, a B his plus? performance is a B plus in this for sure. Right. I'm not not willing to give him an A on this one, but no, I think the A is going to come from like yeah. something else, Matchstick Man or, or something. Yeah, like, I think like it's un- I think it's unfair to, yeah, the, to like, drop the A on something like this. Right. This yeah. was just like for the <laughs> for what it was. Yeah, man. He did really. It was a really well done for like, sure. Like I said, there's just. It was one of those first moments, first times where I was like, "It was hard. it's it's hard for me to think of a moment I didn't like about Nick Cage in this movie." Yeah, because like when we watched for National sure. Treasure two, it was like, "There's some yeah, cringy he, he's stuff." Cringy, not, yeah. he doesn't buy it all the way. You know, there's yeah. a lot of just like convoluted romance and like this. While I the mean, romance wasn't convoluted great. romance in here yeah, too, but. but at least it was Jessica Biel, so that was whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 25 year old Jessica I mean, Biel. you know. Yeah. 
but yeah, congrats. And he enters the cage. Yeah. Chris Johnson enters the cage match, and he's good old un- Frankie Cadillac, undisputed champion. Nobody's touching him because he can see two minutes. And yeah. some of these the scenes where he like he shredded he shredded the what like six army guys. Yeah, yeah. that was legit. Yeah. So. For he, sure. he definitely is going to be able to yeah. hold. He hold can dodge. Out. He can dodge sniper bullets. All kinds of. Crazy. He does it a couple of he times. He does a couple. He dodges a couple sniper shots. Yeah. So he is Pretty the undisputed champion. For Chris sure. Johnson. For sure. Next, uh, the movie Frankie next Cadillac is these two are going to hold the top spot for a while. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. It's going to be tough. So to we're going to have to go. Let's see what our next our next next our movie next, is. next <laughs> all right i'm gonna go walk over to the list okay i yeah. shall return okay so we're doing 80 what are we doing yeah is it like 84 85 okay so kyle's walking over to his computer and he's gonna check the list that he so lovingly created for us well it was whatever you made it anyways so what do you what's your uh well, how many do 84? Okay. 82. 82? Yeah. That's Arsenal. That's the most recent. Oh my gosh. When did that come out? This year. This year? Yeah, just a couple, like two weeks ago, I think. We're going to have to go see this in the theater. Oh, it's not a theater anymore? Oh. <laughs> okay, Arsenal is a DVD release. I saw it on the shelf. At oh boy. All right. One of us is going to have to pick that up. Yeah. Oh boy! Actually, you know what? I might be able to find a stream of that pretty easy if it because it's so recent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I can't find a stream by the next episode, I'll Arsenal. pick up a copy of it. Arsenal. Let's, let's take a peek at that real quick. Before uh, we get John out of here. Cusack is in it. And I love John Cusack, and, dude. And uh, the main dude from uh, what the hell is that show? Entourage, the main dude from Entourage, is in that too. Dude. And Nick Cage has a big, fucking crazy-looking mustache. Dude, yeah. Do you know what this is rated on Rotten Tomato? Four. <laughs> what is it? Four percent. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. This one believe, might be I a doozy. I can't believe I guessed four and it was right. It was right, dude. That's incredible. Oh my word. Yeah, now, you're right. So now we got to try to find a trailer for that. Two brothers, a ruthless mobster, one night to get even. Oh, man. Uh, Adrian Greener. Yeah, that's the dude from Entourage. Jonathan Shake. Jonathan Lipnicki? No, Shake. (laughs) The kid kid from... I don't know, something. And then one of my favorite actors, John Cusack. I love John Cusack. I'm so happy he's in this movie. And then our man, Nicolas Cage, rounding out the... The actor, the acting squad, a whole whopping 4%. I can't believe it. This is going to be horrible. I can't believe it. 4%. Oh, That's incredible. Word. So, well, I mean, it only, it? it only makes sense to go from the best movie we've seen so far to, to what potentially could be the very worst movie we've seen. Well, giddy well, up. Oh, my gosh. Arsenal's up DVD next. release. Fantastic. Oh boy! I mean, I feel bad for John Cusack that that's where his his career's at. Yeah, bummer, dude. Yeah, you have you're in some of my favorite movies. It's good, High Fidelity, it's one of the, one, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. What else is John? He's in tons of stuff. Tons that of I love. stuff. Yeah. Well. Okay. Until next time. Always, always be, be caging. caging.
fucks, I hate you, I hate you both. Just fucking both. Just fucking I fucking kill you, fucking both! Next time on Always Be Caging. You know, Mike, I have a job for you if you want it. We're brothers. Don't worry about me. Listen, you talk to you about Mikey. It's always something. Is it true what I heard? You bought some coke and you wanted to flip it? What do you want me to say? So you're a drug dealer now. Where's my coke, huh? Where is it? Your brother is always getting into trouble. It's Mikey. I owe everything to him. I think we're even. Oh, you think we're even, you and I? I know of a way where we can both earn what we deserve. There's no amount of money that I would do that for. You owe me! You owe me! Gonna get himself killed. Mikey, you have a daughter. I'm not perfect like you. She's been hanging out with these meth head losers. What would you know? We raise the stakes. Threatening to hurt my niece. You make sure that you bring the money, and we'll call it even. I gotta put together 350 grand. You sure you want to do this? They're gonna kill her. What do I do? You gotta face it. The police aren't gonna help you here. The cops aren't gonna stop it. Somebody has to. Look at me. Are you lying to me? Don't lie to me. You lost your mind. They're gonna kill you both. Tomorrow, money in a suitcase. I'll have the money. We're gonna kill them. I got no problem with that. Time to settle this.